out there and my fellow Grizzer veterans. Welcome back to the, well, not welcome back. Welcome to the third episode of our relaunch of our podcast, uh, Grizzle Veterans Gaming. Who do I got on the other line? My boy. Donovan Darko here. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Glad Christmas. Glad to see you're live and you made it through. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, doing well. Uh, had a great Christmas. Been very relaxed this week, which has been fantastic. That's good, buddy. You made it through. Family's good. You had a good yeah. time. No, we had good family, uh, good family times as always. We always have good Christmas at my in my family home. Um, and well, I mean, the meals have gotten better as the years go on, so there's that. But uh, no, we got a lot of Christmas spirit in in my family, so uh, Christmas always feels good. Santa bring you everything you asked for? I, I suppose. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I do have, it's funny because like after all these years, my mom still does ask for a few gift ideas and I usually have a few things I can throw out, but uh, this year we did make it a little bit fun because I got some, I got some action figures this year. Action figures. (laughs) Well, once again, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, Donovan has failed us. It is just me in the attire uh, this week, unfortunately, but Donovan's going to rectify this for the next podcast. Aren't you going? Sure. Yes, you are. I was actually going to send, like I mentioned last episode, I was going to send you. That was going to be my Christmas gift for you. But it's a little hectic. Hey, you know, my birthday is coming up. So when is your birthday again? Uh, On the 5th of January. So like next Holy Wednesday. Holy shit. My wife says January 28th. Oh, um, I don't think that makes her a Capricorn. Right. What's that? You're turning 54, right? <laughs> Give me a little credit. <laughs> I'll be forty-seven. That's good. That's good. No, I and I'm in my. I thought I still. It's not officially over to me anyway. Christmas doesn't officially end until New Year's is done. So I thought I would just bring it in with a little Santa hat and my ugly sweater. Hey, no, man, it's still the holidays. It's got. Uh, I don't know if you can see it. That oh, is I totally Trump. see that. That that's Donald ass. Trump as a sumo wrestler surrounded by sushi. <laughs> that's what this one is. I saw this and I couldn't pass it up. I thought it's, it was quite uh, entertaining. It, that, that's, that, that's about as tacky as you can get for a Christmas uh, sweater. Hey, I do my best. Well, hey. I do my best. So uh, why don't you share? Wh- wh- what did you get? What did the uh, elves and Santa and the Grinch give you? Well, I mean, uh, I got a, I got the uh, the book adaption of uh, Once, Upon, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that Quentin Tarantino did. So that's uh, pretty cool. That was a nice surprise. You're a big Tarantino guy, right? Uh, oh, I love Tarantino. Yeah. Been a big fan of his for a very long time. Basically, Real quick, part. what's your favorite Tarantino movie? Uh, that's actually, it's it's a it's a close tie or very close between Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. With, uh, with Pulp Fiction probably being the third in that group. Hmm. Yeah, those are all very close. I mean, I just re-watched Pulp Fiction a couple months ago and... I still love it, but I can see now the growth that he's made as a director over the years because, uh, well, and budget-wise, too. But <laughs> Budget, yes. Uh, I don't know. Like, goes, if we're not growing, we're dying. This is true, and I think this is why he only wants to make one more movie, if that even. So, I think I'd go Kill Bill, Kill Bill Volume 1 and Inglorious. Those are my okay. two favorites. Yeah, no, Inglorious I mean, is, of I course, mean, and Kill Bill, I love Dogs. it. Reservoir Dogs, and well, I do love. I actually really like Death Proof. 
I know it's not a favorite oh, for many, I, but I like We watched him. that in the summertime. Honestly, I, he doesn't have a bad movie in his catalog as far as I'm concerned. See, for me, I didn't like The Hateful Eight. Well, I mean, like and I I'm said... A big, I, like, I like Westerns, and I had high hopes for all the characters. I just... I mean, not to waylay. I feel like sometimes Tarantino, he feels like he needs to... It's like, in, we'll relate this to video games, okay? Here's my example. I feel like Tarantino feels like he has to give fan service. And things are expected of him in Tarantino films. And sometimes he just falls into the trap. I felt like there was too much of the Tarantino famous diatribes in The Hateful Eight without anything else. Like, don't get me wrong, there's some good parts to it. I just didn't think it really earned its length. That's yeah. just me. And I like That's Westerns. Fine. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that's one of my favorites, but again, I, I've only seen it once. Um, Same. Wouldn't... Maybe if I return to it in like the next year or whenever I have time, it's just there's. I just feel like there's never enough time to do anything anymore, but I would like to watch it again. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I got some really awesome McFarlane Toys uh, figures associated with the uh, DC Comics Dark Knight's Death Metal event. So, yeah, very cool. You got. Uh, See, if you had the camera, you could pose them. Ah, uh, this is true. Them. This is true. I could say, "Hey, look at how manipulate cool we them." Um, like in the back, but yeah, very, see. very cool designs on these yeah. figures. On yes, the back yes. Here you can see Cloud on his uh, on the bike, and then I got, you know, the one-winged angel himself, Sephiroth, and they're gonna fight it out. I uh, I may have something for you to put in uh, in Cruz's room. That's what I like to hear. Cruz is my son, by the way, everyone. Sorry yeah. for the ruined camera angle, camera angle there, but, but yeah, Cruz is not... my, oh, he's almost one and a half. Uh, but we digress. Yeah, sorry. So what else? Uh, um, geez, what else? Oh, I mean, got you know some, some assorted uh, sweet treats and such. Uh, a bunch of music that my dad uh, burnt on CDs for me. Um, uh, 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 David Bowie t-shirt that's really cool. Um, cool yeah you know some some really cool stuff I uh... oh uh, yeah I got these really cool uh, Yoda uh, bookends that uh, are angled so it looks like he's holding up the books with the force so cool. there's these I, I see these things advertised like on a bookcase but then there's the they're like fillers mm. that go in between like books yeah. and it looks like uh it looks like there's a little city in it, like it lights up. Have you ever seen think something like that? Uh, not, not, not personally, but that sounds oh. really cool. <laughs> it is really cool. Like you've seen it in movies, but like there's these, these little things that you fit in. I, I have no, a bookcase I, upstairs. I'd like to have something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm using this Yoda stuff to hold up some cool CD, like special editions and things like that. But yeah, it's very cool. Well, there you go. You can ask me what I got. Well, of course. It's your turn. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't... I don't really get anything much anymore. Yeah. Uh, I... It's just about family and friends, and I buy a lot of shit for my son. Well, not really, because, like, he's still too young for it to be, like, a, a big, big deal. thing for him. Like, yeah. It, well, I mean, like, I, I got some really cool stuff for my parents as well, right? So, the, as far as the gift-giving stuff goes, that's just something that's, you know, the family stuff is huge obviously uh, mm -hmm. bigger bigger than the gift giving but we do enjoy doing that as well <laughs> of course but you got uh, a new house so i mean you got all kinds of stuff going on with that 
for sure. But I did buy a couple small trinkets for myself. So that's going to be my Christmas. And I'll show up. So I got two movies. Uh, I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. Mm. Uh, I love his films, the quirky nature of them. And the uh, they're slowly releasing um, some of them on Blu-ray Criterion Collection. So I just oh. picked up the, the Royal Tenenbaums oh, uh, excellent. Criterion Collection. I got the rest of my wish list. It's just they're they're actually quite expensive on Amazon. Like they're like they're like thirty five, thirty seven dollars hmm. uh, for the Criterion Collection. So that, I got that. And then have you ever heard of the movie The Fall? I believe so. It's a extremely visually impressive uh, movie directed by Tarsim Singh and others. Well, I this is a it's this I special ordered this. It's a three disc. Uh, collector's blu-ray that was only available i think in europe oh wow um so i imported this it was a little bit more money but it's one of my favorite movies of all time oh I'll wow it to you. i think you'd really 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 like jesus i i think i sounds like something something i should have heard of you you should it was the budget was huge on it i think this guy's like rich he like funded this movie himself uh and it was shot in like 12 different countries the visuals in it are still there's still nothing like it uh, at all. Uh, so I, yeah, I'll loan that to you. Actually, actually, I have the DVD. I'll give you the DVD. <laughs> sure, man. You can just have it. Uh, and then games-wise, I got uh, um, a couple smaller games. Um, but we... I, I This game here, Chorus. Chorus. Yes, we... Uh, it just came out. And um, it's funny, like we, like we were talking about earlier, this game was actually cheaper in physical edition than it was digitally digitally it was like 54 bucks for 50 dollars that's what happened to me when i was yeah that's amazing and that's kind of what happened to me when i was picking up a few things i got this for like 34 so oh wow that's fantastic yeah and i'm now from what i read like again it's it's like a new version of what we like to call our shooters that we touched on our first episode like i know everyone refers to i'm going to keep iterating on this even though it sounds redundant shoot them up yeah, everyone calls them shmups. These are shooters, okay? That's just what they are. They've always been that. They just sort of got supplanted by. I don't mind calling them shoot 'em ups or shmups. I, I just call them shooters, but okay, you can. Call At them least that. I know what people are talking about when they say shmups now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but anyway, this one's like, like I, it's a little bit of a bigger budget, uh, and it's like three D. It, it, it looks really cool, plays cool. There's like side missions in it, mm. uh, and and the story is okay. And serviceable, but I, I do you, heard. Do you need a story and a shooter? No, like, no, no, you no. Know what I mean, like, no, like, exactly. not at all. Um, but I, I think they try to implement one. Like, there, it's it is cinematic in nature in some aspects. Sure. And I, my my big head is pushing my hat off. Wow. Uh, I, I think it's a little rough in a couple spots just technically. So I'm gonna wait for a patch or two before I really jump in. Yeah. Uh, I think it may have been patched recently, so. Uh, we'll get into the but but chorus is a game you guys should keep your, your eyes on i if you're into that style of game and there's few and far between these days so i like to support those type of games well uh, it, it, my list of games that i'm waiting to play on next gen is definitely growing so mm-hmm. that's that's a good thing well you're gonna have a hell of a uh a lineup oh geez when i whichever one i decide to get it's gonna be good for me we better hurry up. And then lastly, I got, uh, I bought myself Astria Ascending right here. Okay. It's from guys from Final Fantasy, uh, Near Automata, and Bravely Default. So it was sort of an amalgamation. Um, 
I don't think reviews are, are middling on it to, you know, to good, goodish RPG. I'm not expecting anything like blow my socks off, but the art style is is immaculate. And excuse me, I heard the combat's pretty good. It has some difficulty spikes. The story is decent. Uh, I mean, again, what my I have to play it. Some people thought Tales of Rise story was good. And I think they're insane. So yeah, I mean, yeah you seem to have. It's funny because the mo most of what I hear about Tales of Arise has been positive. You're you're one of the few people that has uh, given it a, a distinctly negative uh, review. Well, they don't know what they're. they're uh, Sorry, like they, I mean, they either I, haven't talked, they either haven't played enough RPGs to like. I I just don't know how you forgive storytelling of that nature. So well, anyway, we we've already done that. I, I tried to think of uh, a, a new RPG this year that I played that impressed me, and I couldn't think of one. Well, there wasn't very many, Donovan. Like, you have to understand, well, I, not you, but uh, it is technically the first year of the generation, right? Hmm. And I, there are some smaller, like Bl Bravely Default 2 came out for the Switch, for instance. Now, I don't have a Switch, yeah. so I didn't play it. Yeah, I mean, that would have been no. a larger... RPG. Then there was Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, there was the remaster of Nocturne, and then there was Shin Megami Tensei Five that came out on the Switch. So those were two big ones. Tales of Arise was a big game, right? Sure. And yeah. Final Fantasy IV's latest expansion, or Final Fantasy XIV, sorry, uh, the the Ed Walker expansion came out this year, which is. It's an MMO RPG. Sure, and that that's different as far as I'm concerned. But it yeah. is, but story-wise, it does deliver on that that RPG goodness. But anyway, Astria Ascending. I again, I, I heard technically it's not um, super up to par, but like anything, I don't play games right when they come out. So they just had well, a really good sale on that, and again, I wanted to support it because it was a bit of a smaller game. So sure. we'll see. Well, it's funny because it's seeming as though waiting to get certain games in physical format is actually working out to be a more cost-effective way to get games. You take without chances, question. though. <laughs> without question, Don, I mean, the only real reason to buy a game day one physically would be if you want a collector's edition. Right. Because if you, if you do want that and you're not going to buy it, you're just, you're going to pay out of your ass on eBay later on and there's no point you might as well try to get one well if you one. wait if you wait years or whatever yeah but i mean even still donovan like i'll be honest like try to get a death stranding collector's edition uh try to get like dude there's a drink okay that's that's a, you know okay i'm talking about yeah that's a little different getting a special edition but like getting like like i saw 13 sentinels was on for like 30 bucks on amazon oh for sure not like physical physical copies without any like yeah like the just just the no yeah. frills the no frills you guys edition. will wait like i wait all the time i don't buy like i said the only reason i'll jump in on day one is if if it's a collector's edition that i want that's it well otherwise i wait you can get physical editions for cheaper than the digital editions now which is kind of crazy when you think about it it is it uh is. Mass Effect Legendary Edition, forty bucks physical. I think that's the permanent price now. I and I don't know what it is. Uh, and obviously, well, it's still eighty bucks. Here. It's still eighty bucks in the digital shop. Is it really? Yeah, when it's not on sale. Yeah, you know, I have that. I gotta. 
I'm anxious to jump in, and I, I want to really experience what they did with the first game. It's funny because like I don't really want to play the first game, but it it's the game that saw the most attention of sure. the three. Well, yeah. So I just want to see it and 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 go from there. Honestly, the game that I really I haven't played two in a long time. Well, I mean, I I did play two a second time, but didn't quite get through all of it because I had all the DLC, and I ended up stopping partway through some of the DLC, but. I did play it all. I guess the best one. Oh, it is the best one. I just said I played the first one twice all the way through. Well, I played the first one on PC, uh, before it came out. Um, well, I think it was on Xbox, Hmm. I think, but I I played it on PC and I really I thought it was cool, Uh, like janky and and a little. Yeah, sure, but like it it was definitely like it was totally playable as far as the RPG mechanics were concerned. Sure, but like I, I do. I had to cheese it a bit, but well, the gameplay sucked. It just, it just sucked. It wasn't well, very good. Trying like, to use the sniper to... rifle in the class that wasn't supposed to use a sniper rifle. Was a well, bit the thing hard. is, the sniper rifle in in the first game. Now, in the, that's that's one of the things they did with the remaking the first game. Yeah, is they've really retuned the weapons and how the game plays. Like sniper rifles just flat out sucked in the first game. Yeah, before they they were basically unusable. Well, yeah, but you could cheese this. Sure, you pop in and out, but I, yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely used it damage. to cheese enemies. <laughs> All about the cheese over here. Uh, sometimes you gotta if it's if it's getting stupid. I can remember uh, a couple parts in the first Mass Effect game that uh, either I was like under leveled or something happened, and it, it was a real struggle to get through a couple sections. And I was just like, "What's going on here?" By the time I got to the end, I was fine, but. Uh, Definitely got uh, into a couple situations that were like pretty hairy. <laughs> I I mean, there were a few, I guess, but mostly it was with the Mako, uh, the the vehicle, some of the combat sections. Oh, okay. That is what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, the Mako. Yeah, I, yeah, sorry, I said that and I was like, wait, is that what it's called? Oh well, yeah, Mako? yeah, no, I, the Mako was uh, quite a treat to drive in the first one. That's for sure. Oh, is it? It was a mess, but I guess they kind of revamped it, so I guess we'll see on that. But anyway, yeah. Well, again, uh, I, I, I think I'll pick that up, especially now that it's down to forty bucks, and if I can get that on a sale too, like. I wish they would have brought back the Mass Effect Three multiplayer. Oh, I think, I think it's still live if you have it. Oh on, yeah, on the original, but I'm talking yeah. in the, uh, the 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 trilogy re-release. Yeah, that's unfortunate, I guess, but. Uh... Nice. I love that. You, I remember we used, to, we used to talk about that shit all the time. Yeah, I was well, I mean, with I, that. I love that so. Much. I, I played it on Xbox quite a bit with with our 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 old friend. Yeah, I remember you. I remember showing you the Jedi way. <laughs> it took control of your Xbox controller and lit up gold for you. Oh, geez, yeah. I was pretty good at that, to be honest. There, there was always a knack to it. But anyway, this yeah. is the Mass Effect podcast. This is the after Christmas podcast. So listen, why don't you tell me, is there any like, I think we did this one uh, once or twice back in our old podcast, but in terms of Christmas memories and, and, and things like that, is there any moment that stands out for you in terms of something you got, you know, gaming related uh, for Christmas? Uh, Well, I mean, I, I, I've gotten games over the years. Sure. That's really cool. I mean, uh, I guess in most cases, 
I kind of knew what I was going to be getting if I asked for something very specific and a lot, you know, as far as that kind of stuff goes, but I got some really cool stuff for Christmases over the years. I mean, I got fantasy star two. See, yeah, um, that's, see, that's the one for me. I, I would say that one stood out. It was something I really wanted and I got it on Christmas and I was like, I just, I was so excited to play it as a kid. It had that massive instruction manual that was half int book and walk through. I just thought it was great and I still love this game that game to this day. Oh, it that game holds a lot of special memories for me too because it was the first 16-bit RPG that I played after Final Fantasy on like regular Nintendo, right? So mm-hmm. after getting my appetite wetted by Final Fantasy cuz that was the first RPG that I really that that basically put me on the path. And uh, and Fantasy Star 2 is one, the one that kept me on it, I guess you could say, because loved that game. Took me a few months. I think it took me at least three months to get it through the whole thing. Sure. Back then, because we didn't really have walkthroughs. I mean, that... Well, we had book- that, that the hint book that came with it actually got you through the entire game, but um, that didn't mean the game wasn't hard. <laughs> See, I always thought it start, stopped at the dams. I didn't think it went all the way. No, that hint book uh, has maps for the entire game. Huh. I wish I still had that. Oh, yeah. You and so many people. Yeah. All right. And I guess the other Christmas gaming thing that would be a big memory would be getting a pre-modded PlayStation 1 uh, with uh, Final Fantasy VII. How old were you when you got that? Well, I got it the year the PlayStation 1 came out, so I guess like... Oh, it was already... Well, well, I guess 97. No, no, I got it in 97 because that's when Final Fantasy that's when VII Final came, Fantasy out. came out. Right, yeah. So, like, I don't know, was that a year or two after the PlayStation came out? Something like that, yeah. yeah no, I think PS, PS1 was 95. Yeah, so it would have been in two years. North America, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah I got mine pre modded, and, and then I also got Final Fantasy VII with it, so. But the mod, you just needed a spring in the PS1. On the mm-hmm. lid mod, anyway. Yeah, that's all you needed. Well, whatever it was, the spring because there was a there was a a, a a thing that stuck out of the lid, which would touch the button on the thing that forced the CD to spin. And there was a knack to it. You had to like get it spinning, take the disc out, and then put the other disc in with the spring. But there, I, I think there was there multiple were multiple there were mul- yeah, there multiple was. ways to do it. And I there don't was. think mine has the spring method. Mine's got a different thing going the PS2 on. was the more difficult one where someone needed to open up and solder it. Yeah, and I never got my PS2 modded, but... Whatever. I did. I did. I stopped I modding my systems a long time ago, but yeah, I've, I've got an old Xbox that I wouldn't mind modding. I have a modded Xbox. The original. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, let's look... You know, as we close out the year here, I thought we might as well jump into our first topic, which would be I mean, it doesn't have to be games you played this year. It doesn't even have to be games specifically. But what are some of the things that stood out in 2021 uh, to you that uh, you want to talk about or that you remember fondly? Okay, well, I definitely have uh, a little list as far as that kind of stuff goes. But yeah, um, I meant to talk about this last episode. but and, And this isn't technically a game, but it is a digital interactive experience that that really it blew my mind uh yeah, I'm, the, I'm anxious for you to tell me about this because I, I 
we did forget about last time because I don't yeah. shut the fuck up. So but. yeah, uh, the Radiohead uh, exhibition for Kid A Amnesia, uh, and this is a celebration. It's the 20th anniversary of the um, of their albums Kid A and Amnesiac, which both came out like pretty close to each other. And uh, they've they've re-released it as a as a double album, and and included like a bunch of extra songs and everything that were like leftovers, but you would never know because they're like beautiful songs that mm-hmm. could have been on the record. But yeah, but they did this uh, really cool digital exhibition that's um, fully interactive audio experience, and you basically it's like you know like a walking simulator, I suppose you could say in that regard, but, um, you basically just travel around like, uh, a museum type thing that, I mean, like that's, that's a loose term. Uh, and all these different rooms have different songs from those two albums. And as you move around the room, different things happen, or you might hear like certain elements of the song if you stand in one part of the room and then if you stand in a different part of the room like there might be a phone booth and if you walk up to it you can pick up the receiver and the vocals start coming out of it and uh, just really cool things like this like every room's got its own little thing going on for it um sometimes you can come and go and not listen to the whole song sometimes you get there was one room i went into that was actually like basically three songs all together so you you kind of had to stay in this room for the whole experience and just kind of go with it but i mean it was it's like the songs they chose were really really uh beautiful choices for what they were doing and uh like i say like playing it with headphones or interacting with headphones was definitely an ideal way to do it or if you had a surround uh system uh, hooked up to your uh whatever you're playing on it's available on ps5 oh, as, well as, as well as the epic game store so um i was able to pl- download it? it uh it was free oh okay yeah well, maybe i'll snag it and check it out um, i didn't i didn't know that yeah it, as far as playstation 5 it might uh i'm not sure if it was going to stay free or not but it was free when it came out hmm. so i downloaded it I am, my... uh, i'm not as i mean i'm not a massive radiohead fan that doesn't mean i don't really like them yeah it's just not always something I gravitate to when I'm listening to music. And sure. Now half the time I got kid music on in the background. So there's not as much time to listen to music <laughs> I want to listen to. Uh, but yeah, I, I am a Radiohead fan. It was definitely like a standout experience for me. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan, so I've got that going for me. But um, I can definitely some people see some people being creeped out by parts of it because uh, it can be very beautiful with the way it's presented at times and, and at other times uh you know there there is a, a creepy element to their music at times so and that shows in the presentation as well so uh it's it's definitely uh got a lot of emotional uh resonance depending on which room you're in like it, it's going to trigger different uh different emotional uh, responses it's very 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 cool nice what else you got uh okay well uh I, i'm pretty sure this is all from this year so um well it doesn't even have to be like like we've told people well i don't mean the games were necessarily from this year but so. as far as like what i played this year uh we were going to plan on having a bigger conversation about it but i have to mention 13 sentinels because uh that had that was definitely a unique 
experience and the story in that game was just fantastic and as i know you agree with that yeah so let's pause on that and just talk about it briefly uh because i do like i don't really care that the game is is a little bit older now a year and a half two years old well i guess it's it's a year and a half it came out last yeah did it come out last year or did it come at the tail end of the previous year well that's technically it came out in 2020 okay okay so right at the beginning of 2020 then. Well, or halfway yeah, through. we're talking to you. Oh yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. So it did come out relatively. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's like a year and a half. <laughs> but yeah, for me, that was a seminal gaming experience for me. I'm a big VanillaWare guy, and like you, and just the storytelling to it and the nature. Well, I have one of the best stories I've ever seen in a game. Really. I really think it was excellent, and. <laughs> It's really hard to, to explain this game, and I'd like to go... We always talked about doing a spoiler cast for it. Yeah. But at this point, we're going to have to go through and actually reprime ourselves. To actually well, I'd have to have it on on like on a screen and, and have the the data log open or whatever kind of thing at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's actually something I could see myself playing through again, even though, that, you know... I'm sure playing through it a second time, knowing what happens, would be... You probably notice things you you kind of like may have like a lot of the subtle things for are sure probably there at, at the beginning that you can pick up on. Now, if you were to replay it again, it's hard to uh, explain this to people, but we'll just carry a conversation as is. Would you play it like on a new save file, or would you go through almost chronologically the way the events are saved in your? Uh, because you know, it has uh, that, that bar, you know what I mean? You can go through the story as it's meant to be told rather than yeah, other Yeah, no, I think I would probably just start a new save file and, and, and unlock everything naturally again. And, um, I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't actually realize how you could replay the uh, real-time strategy uh, fights. Oh, yeah, yeah. That you just had to push up on the D-pad. <laughs> when you were at the menu and yeah, you go to the previous chapter. Yeah, I didn't realize that until like I got close to the end of the game. So, like, uh, I think it's Vanillaware's best game. And that's saying a lot because I really like Vanillaware. Well, I mean, presentation wise and story wise, I would say it's their best game. Um, whether or not. It's, just, it, it's super ambitious. Uh, not budget wise, just almost like daring in the way that they decided to tell this game because. Let's be honest, viewers and gamers today, they just, they have the attention spans of, of like, a, like, a, like my toddler, for instance. Well, like, they just can't pay attention to stuff long enough for it to tell you what it wants to tell you. They want it in their face all the time and to be force-feeding you. In this game, it plays the long game with its story. And at times, you might think it's, like, what is going on here? This is really confusing. But... It works, it, and there is a payoff to all of it. All these thirteen characters that you can go through in these snippets, and it's it's really cool. Now, I there's mean, not a there's not a lemon in the bunch. They're all interesting characters, and they're I all agree. well developed. I mean, there was some that were standouts to me. Oh, absolutely. There's some I that agree. are stronger than others, but like there isn't really a character that. Uh, I mean, I guess I could pick my least favorite character, and then like you know my my top five favorites or whatever. But yeah, I mean like. I didn't I didn't not enjoy even the characters that I thought were like maybe not my favorites. I still enjoyed playing their sections. 
I love that game. Uh, I know some people weren't in love with the combat aspect of it. Well, but and I, I think it worked. I, yeah. I liked it. I I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't play a lot of real time strategy games, so for me, it was kind of nice that it wasn't super super complicated. It was fun. It was um, fun. And and I mean, you know, like. You say it could be Vanillaware's best game, and I and I, I would say in some regards it definitely is. I mean, gameplay wise, there's not a lot to it aside from the the strategy no. game, and even that's no. not a super complicated. Uh, uh, I mean, it's fun though, and uh, and that's the most important part. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, a high bar for them. No, I love that game. I think it's awesome, and I'd like to talk about it in an episode in the future, but. Well, I got a question for you then. Yes. Did you play anything this year that uh, maybe you took a chance on and then it turned out to not be as much fun as you wanted it to be? Or you just couldn't get into it or just you couldn't get into the gameplay? I know it's going to be sound redundant, but it's definitely Tales of Rise. I'm not a big Tales fan okay. in and of itself. Yeah. I find that the franchise generally supremely underwhelming and i don't understand the fandom around it i feel like it's like a oh it's definitely an anime thing it has yeah but like i'm in i love anime but it's like i feel yeah like but do you love anime, like something like genshin impact no but and that see that's the kind of people that are going to be into like the tales series yeah but i, I yeah but tales has and been that's certainly not really an insult time. to anybody there you know but but yeah. tales has been around a really long time donovan sure and sure it's 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 gained this fandom but there there's these people that really want to prop these games like vesperia brasseria and zillia well, and on and on but they they prop them up like they're these incredible games that are on like the top tier and i'm like the, there's better games like there's just better games in the genre to play maybe they and, haven't played the other series that you know that we love or whatever i can see there I being people maybe, that play but, these games and they've they've that you know like this is their series kind of like final fantasy as the one that we we found or whatever i, I kind of feel like these games have their audience and it's sure. just oh obviously clearly yeah. i just don't understand if you're into rpgs i can't understand how tales is the one that you put above the others, but I, you like what you like. I just, that's just me personally, but well, maybe it's it a younger guys. Yeah. I saw that they, they jumped up the budget and that really, you know, cause I don't care. You bring me beautiful visuals. I'm going to pay attention to your game. Yep. I, I'm not that shallow. <laughs> I, I, I am going to look beyond and that the beyond is, well, you want your gameplay to be there. Right. But yeah, but beautiful is, visuals like, are, I dedicated myself to that game because I thought it was going to be great. I liked the character designs and, and the combat really good, but I was just, now I finished it because I'm weird and I have to finish just about everything that I play. I'm yeah. just like that. Uh, but I did not like that game. I mm. didn't like it. Well, I think it, and it has some of the worst writing and yeah, that's a game <laughs> I was, I was pumped. I was pumped to play it. And, and it just every, everything about it. I just, I was like, I cannot wait for this game to end so I can move on. Well, I uh, I bought a game earlier this year that I'd had my eye on for a very long time, just more curious than anything because I had never played a game in this series before, but I got a friend that plays it and he loved it. And he's like, yeah, for that price, you'll definitely get your money's worth. And so I picked up Ace Combat okay. 7 for, you know, I got it for like super cheap, like the... 
the the full edition, right? It was like twenty seven okay. bucks or something like that. I like Ace. I I actually really like Ace Combat Seven. Well, I guess I just suck at uh, flight sim games because I <laughs> I I I can't get like I think I'm five missions in and I'm just it takes me forever to get through a mission in this game. I have to retry over and over and over again. Like I just suck. I'm trying to play it on normal difficulty, right? I don't want yeah. to necessarily play it on easy, but I feel like this is a game that like it, if I'm going to get through it, I might have to play it on easy. What is it? Like the controls, you don't grasp. Control. Yeah. Like I'm just having a hard time, like, because it, you know, it controls like an actual aircraft. Right. So, um, well, yeah, but not, not fully. I mean, it's arcade. It's arcadey with with. Well, I mean, you can change the control. I'm trying to play it like. I'm trying to play it with the with the advanced controls. You daredevil, you! <laughs> I can't stand inverted controls. I, and I know if you were going to use inverted controls, it would be for a a flight sim of this nature. But yeah. Oh, I always play I with know, inverted everything. I'm not flying the plane. Yeah. You know. As much as that would be my dream job, if I could pick a dream job, I actually, yeah. I would have loved to be a fighter pilot. That's like the one thing I would have loved to well, be. Well, I think I love jets, you know, and that's yeah. one of the things. Like, I, I I haven't had a game like this in a really long time, but I used to play a lot of, like, well, I mean, arcade style. Like, I yeah, loved Afterburner. Afterburner and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, so this is like Afterburner on steroids. Yes. Um, it's, it's, I think it... You know, it begs to reason people should know, like, Ace Combat's been around a long time. Sure it has. And that's part of the reason, like, it's highly regarded. It's it's a well-reviewed game. I watched a bunch of videos on it before I bought it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I, I think I'm going to get into this, you know? I, I, I'm, I'm into all these cool planes that are in it that you can unlock and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm going to play it on normal. Yeah, I've watched videos that say, you know, just play it on with the advanced controls once you get used to it. You know, that's the way you, you should be playing it. You know, you think I can do it? No, I'm crashing. I'm, I'm, I'm are you, running are out you of time when you're playing though. Um, sometimes. Yeah. but <laughs> That might be it, Donovan. Uh, now, I don't know. Oh, you should try. I hear like that game's in VR. Yeah. And, and, uh, Starsky's the one that, uh, recommended it to me and he plays it in vr and he loves it i bet it. you that would be just incredible in oh VR. he says it's fantastic so like just oh like imagine just and i hear that i haven't played ace combat 7 uh, i have it but i haven't played it i hear the music is spec like the, the music in the ace combat games is actually really good but i hear it's spectacular in seven I th I remember the music being pretty decent. I mean, some of it's you know like menu music. Like you wouldn't think the whatever, music but... in like a flight sim game or an Ace Combat game would be like, you know, incredible. But well, I mean, it's a very cinematic it's... game. Yeah. So it's got a score to kind of go with that. But yeah, I mean, I I just I might try to get back into it because it's it is a beautiful game and and uh, you know I didn't get very far into it, but I might have to start over and play it on easy. <laughs> No we'll see just get in it who knows yeah. maybe you get better on easy and then you bump it back up yeah um other stuff i mean that was the one that was kind of like disappointing for me but i can't think of anything else that that i bought that i was like oh crap i can't believe i wasted money on that <laughs> now you uh you got one more but we'll get to that oh i got uh, a few others but yeah in a in a minute i'll just go through mine really sure quick. like i 
again, we're not playing all the contemporaries, but I did jump into a few. Uh, I uh, I played. I really liked the the Final Fantasy VII um, remakes uh, DLC Intergrade. Oh, okay. The, the Yuffie episode on PS Five. I like that a lot. It was quite cool, and it it gives you more story. But now it just makes me want the second part even more. Which and, and is you, probably still a couple of years away. Oh god, dude! I don't even want to talk about it. I, I have no idea when. I don't know what they're doing, and I just. I'll just tell you, if I ran Square, I'd run it so much better. I, I don't. <laughs> I think it's run by imbeciles. I really well, do, and it just sucks because they make my favorite games. Well, we'll and, send them the link to this episode, and uh, and the last one when I'm when I'm dogging them for the Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross stuff. Yeah, which never got announced. No, it didn't. Yeah, like that's so strange. Yeah, everyone knows it's it, it's coming. Yeah, uh, the Chrono Cross at least. What avenue they go, we'll see. But so there's that. Um, um, I, I like like Tales of. I played Tales of. There's a couple of games I played, but one I, I I wanted to point out though. This was if you're into Metroidvania games, it was a really good year for Metroidvanias. That's funny. Three, Go ahead. Well, it was just funny that you're going to mention that because I do have a game on here that's a Metroidvania that I played. Well, why don't you... I'll I'll name my three in a minute. What do you have? Uh, Mummy Demastered. I've never even heard of that. (laughs) Well, you know that crappy Tom Cruise movie that came out a few years ago, The Mummy? Of course. Yeah. Well, they made a game about it that was... I always heard really good stuff about it, and it's Metroidvania. Really? Yeah. And you don't play as Tom Cruise character. You play as, like, some military dude, like, that works for the... No, I didn't ever. I never saw the movie, but uh, the game is actually a, a decent Metroidvania. Yeah, it's like sixteen-bit style. Uh, huh. It's very cool. Yeah, I might have to look into that. No, yeah, I, check, I never heard it. I check never out heard the trailer it. later. I had people recommend it to me, and I checked out. It, it's it's well reviewed. It's got great music. Um, okay. Yeah. So it sounds like they shouldn't even have made the the movie. They should have just made the game. <laughs> the game is notably better. Uh, <laughs> That's what people have always said. They play this game. They say, yeah, this is definitely better than the movie. So I'm going to name three, but yeah. obviously the one I haven't played that, that that's also a big, it was a great year for Metroidvania periods and, mm. and Metroid dread came out. I got to play Metroid dread yesterday, actually. Oh, so what do you think? I, it's, I, I really like it. I mean, uh, I had my buddy Kirk over and he brought his switch and we, uh, we played up until the Kraid fight. So that's actually about, you know, three or four, three and a half hours into the game okay and we unlocked a fair amount in that time we got to a few different areas um it's honestly man it's funny because i said this to him i said man this game looks great but imagine how great it would look on like a ps4 or uh an xbox machine well i i mean they could have they could have made it look better on switch if they wanted to but they were going for something else with it which I respect. I like the um, aesthetic. I mean, the design, like, I think it's got... Samus looks fantastic and is super, fantastically animated. Yeah. Um, the enemy designs are good. The The bosses that we fought were, were all cool. Like, I've, um, everything I've read, that it plays like a dream. Well, Mercury Steam did a good job on this one. and It's uh, crazy that, like, sort of a... A redemption story for Mercury Steam here. After definitely them. because yeah, they 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 started strong with uh, Lords of Shadow and then it was One, a downhill. And then dropping the ball with two and Mirrors of Fate and yeah, 
now they've done a couple things uh, in between, but this was their their sort of comeback story. But in terms of the visual style, like they weren't going for because they they are making uh, another Metroid Prime, but this is one of those ones that just keeps getting delayed and delayed. Yeah. But oh no, I heard slow. that it got. Um, they switched teams. Yeah, on, I think it's Prime, in trouble, so, but which is yeah. unfortunate because uh, a lot of people want it. But I guess the Metroid Dread's the best-selling Metroid game of all time, which is not that hard because as popular as Metroid is, it doesn't sell a lot. Not uh, as good as it, it should. It's got a real whoa, cult no, following. Not even close. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, this you know, is Metroid good because Prime and two, one and two got Game of the Year nods. One especially, and they didn't. They sold horribly. Yeah. No, I think this is good for bringing Metroid some some much needed cred. Hopefully Nintendo will recognize it and put out some compilations or something like that. And then, and this is something else that will never happen, but I said, wouldn't it be amazing if you could get like, you know how Konami's doing their Castlevania compilations and things like yes. that. Well, imagine if you could get a Metroid compilation on something other than a Nintendo console. Yeah. I mean, these are I, things that will never happen, right. but you know, I, I would love to be able to play the entire Metroid catalog on my PC, for that matter, or you know, my Xbox. But you know, it, again, Xbox these things will maybe, never happen. I don't know. Maybe Xbox one day, but that's a topic for another day. I, one last thing on Metroid Dread: Did it feel at all like the Strider 2014 Strider? Uh oh, I definitely had a bit of that going on for it. Because um, I tell you, like, it's funny to me because my only the jaded Jason. Mm about this this metroid i was like hey looks great but i'll tell you everything about it just reminds me of 2014 strider and i think from everything i've seen i think i would like i think 2014 strider's better um like i just i think they're different enough if you if you're asking me what character i like better i like strider better than samus okay uh i like the aspect of the the laser sword better than the the arm cannon shit and well the, these are all personal taste things then it right? is for sure oh yeah. i unequivocally it's but it's it's funny you know 2014 strider the remake comes out essentially it is just like the the metroid dread you know in terms of art style and 2d and everything now this one looks a touch better but not much well and i would say strider, it's not as it, zoomed in the that was one thing i noticed on my on my tv i was like I was kind of hoping in some parts that it was zoomed in a little bit more. Okay. Okay. But I just... Just because the character model... There, any of you guys out there who were... Let's say you were a fan of Metroid Dread. You should look into the Strider 2014 Oh, God. Game. If you haven't played Strider... It's so good. If you haven't played the Strider game for 2014, you said? Yes. Oh, absolutely. If you haven't played that and you're a, a, a Metroidvania fan, absolutely it came play that out, game. It came out the first year. Well... I mean, technically, the the PS4 and the that Xbox came out in really late 2013, but 2014 oh. was the first actual year. Just like 2021 was the first actual year of the PS5. Sure. Right. But yeah, so, like if you're into that style of game, you owe it to yourself to play the Strider game. It's it's, it's really fantastic. Good. I I always have that itch. It's installed. It's still installed on my uh, on my consoles, and I always have the itch to go back and play it. But there's always new games to play. But anyway. Going with the Metroidvania asset, this was a really good year. Metroidvania tops for most of them, but some smaller offerings. Uh, Ender Lily's Quietus of the Night came out this year. Mm. Uh, 
I, I think I mentioned this to you before. Do you remember that? I think so. You play a little girl. Uh, yeah, you mentioned you this one to me. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You play a little girl and you, you get these spirits and you, you map them to buttons and they're the ones that fight for you and you level them up. And it's, it's a little bit different in that respect. And the, the story is, is pretty like dark uh, in and of itself, but it's, it's very interesting. The music has its own personality and flair. It's, it's a really good game. I liked it very much. It's one of my favorite games of the year for sure. Excellent. Uh, and then two others that came out. Uh, sorry, did you want to ask me something about that? No, no. Oh, okay. I thought you chimed in. No, I'm, I'm, hearing, no. I'm hearing things. Keep man. going. Keep going. I'm hearing <laughs> things. <laughs> uh, and two games that just came out, like literally last week or the week before, was uh, Eterna Noctis. It was a, I believe, a kickstarted uh, game, and it was out on PC. But you have to look this game up. Like, it looks awesome i bought it uh but i haven't played it yet but everything about it just looks fantastically you have, you have a scythe and just these different aspects you can teleport uh you know think everything you love about a metroidvania but quicker and combat and stuff okay so a turn and noctis that's that game and the third one i want to mention is for all my i don't know uh my anime roots here record of lotus war you ever heard of that oh absolutely i know that one yeah well record of lotus there's, war is there's one a new of my one that came, just came out right yes yeah it just came out now it was on on steam before okay uh, but it just came out on consoles here and it's uh it's deedlet um i can't remember the full the full title now it was it's on the tip of my tongue but deedlet oh, so what in, style of game is it though metroidvania Oh really? A Lotus yes, Record of the like, Lotus War. It's it's literally like Symphony of the Night. It it is in every essence of the oh, wow. Symphony of the Night in Lotus War. You control Deedlet, who is the elf. It's it's Deedlet something something in Wonders lab, Labyrinth. Well, that's like, pretty interesting. Like you find uh, weapons, you level up. The Deedlet even moves like Alucard would. So when I saw this, when I originally saw this game, Donovan. I actually thought it was one of those cheap, uh, like, iPhone ripoff games where they just palette swap and yeah. just keep all the assets and animations, right? But no, like, this game, the gameplay is incredible. Um, the boss fights are really, really good. Now, it's I heard it's not too long, which to me is actually great. I'm perfectly fine with that. And I love the lore and the characters and the whole world uh, that goes on there. So... I'm that's going to be my next game. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward because I the Lotus War anime the TV series or, or the OVA or no the OVA and the TV series are different. The TV series was uh, something that came after, but the OVA was uh, growing up was like six uh, six VHS tapes. I don't uh, know if you remember. I I you know it's funny. It's a series that I remember the covers of like. VHSs and things like that, but I never actually watched it. The art, oh, I'll give it to you. I have but the, the art was uh, the art was beautiful, and the I intro song. The I'll, I'll I'll splice it in here. A little yeah, bit. yeah, okay. The, the intro is like legendary because the animation, even the intro in the TV series, is legendary for how how super high quality the intro was and how like iconic the music and everything was to it. But well, I always remember yeah. being disappointed 
because they made these like games for Saturn or whatever they were, but they never got like Eng- English translations and brought out over here until well, like recently. Yeah, there was a. I was watching a, a YouTube video because I sort of fell down the Lotus War rabbit hole again once I saw this uh, this game, and there was a, a Super Nintendo Lotus War RPG, like a traditional style one, that came out, and obviously through the wonderful world of emulation now and fan translations you can play it and i always thought i'm like i would love to play that game hmm. so yeah awesome year for metrovanius uh and there's an abundance of them uh, to if i look back on they're definitely one of my three favorite genres of games now um they just sort of give me everything i want with okay. a little touch of that old school salt based sprinkle yeah 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 that I yeah like. Well, I mean, like, it's funny because I was saying earlier that I don't think there was a new RPG this year that I played that that really blew my mind. But as far as RPGs go, I did play that really cool. And I may have already mentioned this, but I did play that really cool uh, Final Fantasy IV uh, ROM hack. Yes, yes. The, the Ultima one. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. I really enjoyed that. Very good. Uh, a couple of quick uh, honorary mentions of things I played this year. That stood out. Uh, I finally got around to trying Soma. That was really cool. Um, You know, we talked about this too. I have that game and I've never... I don't know why I buy survival horror games, Donovan. It's not even a survival horror game, really. I'm a pussy. I don't... Like, I I like them. The very thought of them, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to play this. And then every time I think of them, I'm like, I'm just going to be kind of scared. Honestly, this game's more about the story. And, I heard the story's good too, yes. And the story is absolutely great. And um, honestly, there's only about like, maybe like, I don't know, not even a dozen, half a, there's not even half a dozen sections where you have to like, you don't fight enemies, you just have to avoid them. And they did add, I know in Soma, they added a mode where yeah, you can turn the yeah, so you, completely yeah. and you just experience sort of the story and the feel, right? But honestly, the, the few sections that you have to get through where you have to deal with that kind of stuff, they're not even that hard. And I'm with you. If I was going to play it, I'm going to play it the way it's intended. To be yeah. Um, and then um, Quake, I played the uh, console version of that that came out a couple months ago. That was okay. fun because I never actually played Quake when it came out way back in the 90s. So... I always had the the soundtrack, but I never got to play the game, so that was pretty cool. Um, Streets of Rage Four, yeah. So with the, I was wanted to mention that to you. It's funny, like I didn't, I didn't know you were going to mention that, but the the Mister X DLC is on sale right now. Yeah, did you pick it up? Uh, I did not pick it up yet. It's like it's like half price. Uh, it's only twenty percent off. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, on yeah. what? PS4. Okay. I I bought it, so we still got to play that. Yeah, we will. We got to play through the story first. <laughs> yeah, I know, I do too, so. Uh, and I think I actually played this at the end of last year, but I think I beat it at the beginning of this year, but Death Stranding. Oh, for sure. Me too. I played that uh, when my little baby. Right. Was, I'm pretty so sure young. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I bought it during like Boxing Week last year and got it like at Microplay for like cheap so i just saw with the dust running um if i have the ps4 disc and i want the new director's cut it cost me ten dollars i just that's awesome i like that yeah i guess with the added content they're going to charge for it but i would have liked to see them give 
existing owners a free upgrade, but I, oh my, yeah, maybe I'm naive. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It's cool that ten bucks is only ten bucks. Ten bucks is cool. I mean, is it only ten bucks for Canadian? Yes. Or, oh, okay. Because yeah. I just did that for Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Um, uh, it's the same deal. If you want to upgrade to the now, you can put your PS4 disc and play it on your PS5, and it excuse me, like it runs better and everything. But if yeah. you want the uh, the like the director's cut version or the remaster whatever the hell they call it. Sure. And then you want to play the new expansion, the Iki Island uh, expansion. You have to pay the $10. Well, at least see. Yeah. If, if you were paying for an upgrade and you weren't getting new content, then that would suck. But would if be, you're going to, if you're going to pay and you're actually getting new content, then that's not so bad. Like for instance, I'll give you an example. Uh, the new uh, lot, the, the legacy uncharted collection, which is uncharted four and the lost legacy. Right now that's a $10 upgrade, but they are just, now they are two games and to get the $10 upgrade, you only have to have either uncharted four or the lost legacy. I mean, you can have both, but you only sure. need one in order to do it in order to get both games, but there's no added content. All it is, is, you know, redone for the, the new console for the PS five. Right. And I don't, I have no issues with those games where they looked. I really well, don't need to, to play them again with nothing added. You know what I mean? Well, and it's funny because like Spider-Man is probably a really good example for that because like, I'm not going to want to upgrade that to the PS five version when I, when I switch over. See, I, when I bought the Miles Morales though, yeah. it came with the PS five uh, Spider-Man update. Oh, now I think you could actually buy it without it, though. Mm. But I just bought it. I think it was like an extra. Well, I'm just kind of like, why did they need to change the character model? <laughs> yeah, that's. I I don't get that. I I don't. I never really thought about it too much. I never had a problem with the original one, but I me mean, neither. Nice. He looked perfectly fine, and then they changed. So on him. that topic, we're on Spider-Man. Yeah. Dev, you have you seen I, No Way Home? I can't go see it. With the current restrictions in place, because I don't want to go see a movie and not be able to buy popcorn and yeah, have like a that's drink. That's not even and, a movie. Why? Yeah. Why go? So why go? Uh, I've 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 avoided spoilers. Isn't so that far. so stupid? Like oh, I don't God. want to talk about when I can't fucking eat popcorn. Like what? Why? Yeah. Like, no, it's ridiculous, and I so I can't support. A, uh, it's not the theater's fault, but like no, I it's not the theater's fault at all. I. I I they but don't I'm really stuff. bummed that it happened right when Spider-Man came out because I I really want to see this one. You know, I'm not a huge fan of MCU Spider-Man because of how different it is from the original version of the character, but that's a whole other discussion. But I did really want to see this one. So, I hear it's I hear it's everything. Yeah. I hear it opens up all kinds of things and you know, I already was speculating on stuff and they're already starting to talk about these things I was speculating on, so I got to really avoid spoilers at this point. I mean, I've you kind of get we won't talk about it but you kind of know well we can we, we we can talk about it when we've actually seen it so sure i don't um, want it like i'm avoiding everything but you yeah, kind of know there's been to, so much talk about it yeah for so long like you kind of know i'm just anxious to see how and why and yeah. how it resolves yeah and then Absolutely. what else goes into it oh but, i'm 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 actually really as excited as i am about wanting to see the movie it's not for 
And it's not against Tom Holland, but it's not for his his Spider Man or his character. No, I, I completely agree. It, I'm, it's, not, it's, I'm not. I'm going for the villains, and I'm Spider-Man going for guy. the uh, the other guys that are going to be in it. <laughs> yes, I, I actually find Tom annoying. He's well, not a bad Spider Man, but he's more childish. And I it, just—it's the writing. It's not even his acting. It's just yeah. Like, I I don't know. It's very MCUified. Well, that's what I mean. Like he's just not spider-man the way that i'm accustomed to the character he's more of like a millennial version of the character yeah you know and he's kind of privileged (laughs) and well hey i'm not it's it's the truth man man, i agree with you i i actually do i've watched some really good videos because i was like i can't be the only spider-man fan that feels this way there's like there's things about this character why don't i like Who's your okay, out of all the all the movie we'll end on this one out of all the movie spider-mans Who's your favorite? Uh, like, I'm not re- talking about the actual movies. I'm just talking about who do you think was the best in the costume uh, and look-wise. Uh, actually, I think Andrew Garfield was the best looking in the We're costume. We're in complete agreement. Yeah. Um, he looks in the costume. He yeah. looks the best. His yeah. suit looks the best. Yeah. He looks like the the McFarlane Spider-Man. And I actually think... Well, Amazing Spider-Man he, 2 sucks, but the costume is the best costume they've ever done for 100%. Spider-Man. It's yeah. a terrible film, but the yeah. costume is fantastic. It, yeah. it, it looks It's perfect. perfect. And it's, the MCU costumes all suck. They I all don't suck. hate them, but yeah, I mean... And again, like the costumes are part of the problem with MCU Spider-Man. He's got all these really cool gadgety costumes that are like just handed to him. Yeah, it's like this tech... Anyway, yeah, we could go on. on. I'm uh, done, yeah. and we're on the same page with this. Yes, yeah. but as bad as those movies are, Andrew Garfield is the best looking Spider Man. Yeah, and I actually scene. really like the first Amazing Spider Man movie. It's not perfect, but I. It was fine. Yeah, it, yeah. I didn't hate the lizard. Looked funny. Sure, but it's not a terrible movie. No, it's not. I, I, I did. I, and this funny thing is, like, I don't even really, I don't dislike the MCU Spider Man films. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't, it's not that I don't like the films, but there's, it's Far from the, home, like it's the, the writing and the way lesson. that they've modernized the supporting cast Yeah, and the way they've modernized the actual Spider-Man character that I just, it doesn't appeal to me in the same way that the traditional version of the character and does. And you are a big Spider-Man fan. Oh, I remember I've grown up kid, with Spider-Man. So I, like, you were a big McFarlane guy. So was I, but you were older than me and. Donovan, I'll toot your horn, was was an excellent artist growing up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um you, you did art at high school on the walls and shit, didn't you? Yeah, I had a mural up in, in the yes. in one of the stairwells. And it wasn't just graffiti, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. The high school loud There was actually some a little bit of controversy over that character. Oh yeah? Yeah, it was some we of the teachers... talk off camera about it. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. But yeah, a couple um, teachers were a little offended. A, you did a, a pencil of, of Spider-Man. I think it was a McFarlane Spider-Man. That was yeah, I used movie. to copy his drawings just to learn. Yeah, whatever. Oh, it was a learning tool. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, so do you want to get in? I, I know you want to talk about you finished up Resident Evil 3. Yeah, yeah. I can wrap that up and give a quick little summary. Yeah. And uh, it was a fun Hit experience. Goods, huh? Hit us with the goods. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you the quick review the, the the Donovan Darko review, um, yeah, you know what? As far as Resident Evil games go, it's not terrible. It's it's not the best, um, but it's definitely a fun experience. It's not super long. I think it's only like eight hours that I beat it in, so it's shorter than Resident Evil Two, and it doesn't have replayable campaigns. 
Um, but you know, like the story was serviceable and the gameplay was decent. And I, the, the nemesis threat was, um, it was a little annoying a couple times, but, um, I would say that the final battle was with like the form that he takes at the end was very cool. Like as far as the graphics and the design go. Um, so I enjoyed it. Um, I'll play through it again once, uh, you know, when I feel like it. Good, good. Mr. X or Nemesis? Did we already talk about this? Uh, I think Mr. X is cooler. Yeah. Uh, Nemesis is, don't get me wrong, a, a very cool uh, design. And I, and I really like, like, it doesn't take long for him to start morphing into different forms, which I, I didn't realize. But uh, okay. he's got like like about four different forms or something like oh, this. Wow. Oh, geez. At the end you put him into this acid bath and instead of actually dying, he like becomes like gelatinous and then reforms into another form. It was just, okay. <laughs> That's part of what I like about resident evil. It's not afraid to go super campy and like ridiculous and over the top. And, oh, yeah. and then you get these really cool monster designs and stuff. And that's, uh, that's a big appeal of, for it for me is like just the amazing creature designs they come up with for these games is, uh, you know, I really like that stuff. So, <laughs> so are yeah, you, it was fun. like you haven't, uh, like as big as a resident evil fan, you haven't played the newest resident evil. Have you? No, again, that's like I said, my, these are some of the games that I'm saving for next I guess gen or actually that's like probably one you want to mention in our last topic, right? Yeah. These, these are games that I'm kind of putting on hold to play on, you know, next gen system. Cause I, as much as, yeah, I could play them now, but, um, it's going to make the experience that much better if I save it for the new machine and, you know, I've got a nicer TV and all that kind of stuff. So. For sure. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I'll just say I finished up uh, Act Razor Renaissance. I talked. Oh, you did, time. eh? Yeah. Last episode with you. Uh, I would say I was super high on it last uh, podcast and I still really liked it, but some of the changes, one change in particular that sort of really didn't sour me but it, it, it ran it, it took away from the original experiences they added this like town defense aspect to the game i had heard about is, this that is arbitrary and also timed in in an aspect and it's just it's not that it's bad I, well it's not great okay it's but just it happens quite a bit doesn't it? it like yeah there's too much of it in every single one of your your towns that you need to do yeah. Like, if they would have just cut that in half, because eventually you're just like, oh, come on again. And it's not like they're hard. And you don't they're want that like, feeling when you're playing something. No, and I, like, I get, I get, unfortunately, this is the problem we have today with game development, is that everyone feels that their game needs to hit this. We got to have a 20-hour game. We have to. That's the minimum. And I'm like, ActRaiser was fine the way it was. Sure. It was short. Now, some of the additions that they did add would have been fine. Like, they added more story. They added side quests. They added, you know, just different things. And even the town defense would have been fine if it was just, like, a couple different things in it, I guess. Well, maybe you should, uh, they should add a patch where you can turn that part of it off or, like... Yeah. Like or, you or said, only... like, half as much. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. It, it's funny because at first I was like, well, this is a cool addition. I like this. But you get to this. T by the time you hit like the third town, like there's Filmoria, there's Bloodpool, 
And then the third one is generally Casadora, which is the desert. Right. And by the time you hit there, you're like, man, this again? And you know you got like three more. Yeah. Right? But they also added another area, which was not in the original game at the end. And it's like post-game content. And I like that. But again, you had to go through the, the, the town defense stuff again. And does it keep happening over and over again as long as you've had that town open? Or does it stop at a certain point? Now, you'd have to zoom in. Like, you'd okay. have to be the angel in the town. But no, it will it will continue to happen over a set amount of time. Oh, man. Now, so if it you happens, just... there's missions. Like, basically, every town you have, there's, there's like, story missions, right? Sure, of course. Okay? And some of those story missions are town defense modes. So... Yeah. So that's built into the game already, it's built into and then the game, they, 100%. and then they've already, and then they add more. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, it's, it sucks. It, it kind of, but it's funny because it's it's like one bad thing that is actually a big bad thing, but everything else they did around it, yeah, I, is 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 great. It makes the game better. You'd Other think that would have come up in playtesting. Yeah, like I'm surprised they because they put a lot of work into it. And it happened like that. Like it, as soon as they announced it, it was out. Yeah. But you think they would have play tested? And people were like, "Okay, like I understand, but maybe you scale it back a bit instead of like." Four. Well, it sounds like that's all it needed to be. Yeah, if they would have scaled it back, Donovan, like people would have tolerated it instead of being tired. Well, of I'm it. pretty sure that this is the main negative point that I've heard about the game. Whenever For sure, I it has to be. It like I haven't watched a lot of reviews around it. I watched I a few. Yeah. I don't need to be told about Actraiser or whether I should have it or not. I just, cause I love act racer. It's one of my yeah. favorite games of all time, but it's yeah. I mean, hopefully they patch it and just either add it optionally or just cut it in half entirely. Cause it's unnecessary and it just makes the game too long in the tooth and it takes away here. This is all I'll end it. The strengths of the game. It takes away from the strengths of the game. That's it. Like sure. your, your town building, Act Razor was the perfect amalgamation of like an action RPG and segment and then like a, a god sim, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. had this tower defense thing that really didn't need to be there. Hmm. So that's it. That's all I got. That's my quick snippet. No right. fantastical rants about Act Razor, other than I still think fans should play it. I think it's good. I had a feeling that that's what was going to happen when we talked the first time about it because you had only just started it when we talked the first time yeah i was i was i think i was on the second uh area blood pool um i guess uh before we wrap things up i guess we want to talk about anything we're hopeful for for next year yeah i i just added this in uh, i said you know stuff we're looking you know we're on the dawn we're not going to record before the new year the new year's new year's eve is tomorrow yeah uh so you know 2022 on the horizon gaming wise like it could be personal or just grand scope things. What are you looking forward to? What would you like to get accomplished? And what would you like to see happen? Well, I mean, uh, on, a, on a technical side, I, I want to upgrade my TV and get at least one new console next year. Um, okay. I'm still hoping that they're going to introduce a new model that has a bigger hard drive. But um, again, there's all these rumors where they're talking about like, pro versions or whatever you want to call it of these that's current... not going to be for a bit though yeah but even the the thought of it is is discouraging you know what i mean i guess but these new consoles they're by no means going to be left be like for, i'll just give you an example when the ps4 and the last xbox 
I always say, if you notice, I never say the 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 actual Xbox name because I they screw me up. Oh my god, these names are ridiculous. What was the okay? What's the current Xbox? Is it Xbox Series, Series X? X? Is the That's, new one? Is the new one. Yeah, and the Xbox One, one was the last, the last one. generation. Yeah, but I tell you, even I get them mixed up, and I wish they would instead of these really weird names. They also I, have the Series S. Well, and the series is the new one, right? That's right. Xbox and, series is the new one. So it's either S or X. And there's right? a couple different versions of the Xbox. Oh God. One. And then, okay. Well, and then there's the Xbox one, but then there's the S and X version of that. And I was That's like, right. Oh my God. This, That's right. This is but anyway, stupid. last generation's console, the PS4 and the Xbox one were already basically out old tech by the time they were launched. Like right. they were right there, but they were quickly outpaced. Um, they still did fantastic things. Like, listen, man, like, you look at some of the even the late gen PS4 games and Xbox, if you for that matter, they just look incredible. But the systems were being extremely taxed. Right now, the new Xbox and the PS5 are just crushing games for the most part. Now, you're not getting like 4K 60 out of them, but that's kind of unrealistic. And to be honest, most people don't really care about that. But- well, I mean, I think you're going to see that happen more the longer these machines are out. Yeah, I mean, these consoles gonna, are these, capable of it. They're going to we'll get see. optimization patches and all that kind of crap. And, you know, they talk about these firmware updates that actually improve performance of the machines and stuff like that. So, I mean, do they? I don't, I don't know. know. They always say, you know, perform, performance is stability. That, that's the famous yeah, yeah. thing. But uh, anyway, with the SSD and they are, they're slowly trickling out the options for externals to be allowable. Uh, in terms of that, storage space isn't as big of an issue as you would think it was, because uh, I initially had the same apprehension as you with the the PS5 having a, a smaller hard drive, because I up, upgraded my PS4 hard drive immediately, whereas this one I thought I'd be, you know, begging for space, and I still kind of am, but I know there's solutions on the horizon coming. Well, and yeah, that's part of what I am just the fact that they're charging as much as they are for the proprietary storage is kind of what is discouraging for as far as the Microsoft side of things goes. There's yeah. Like we can talk about this another time, but there is other, like the PS five SSD is different. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's another level up like the current Xbox one. You can switch out for, for a lot of the existing products. Now there are products on the market for the PS five that I suppose now don't quote me on this, that you can switch but they're a little more specialized and they're more expensive. Hmm. But what anyway. about you though? All right. What do you, what are you hopeful for next year? You want to go back and forth? Yeah. Okay. We'll go back and forth next year. I guess now I, I'm really excited. I don't know. Did you see that final fantasy 16 announcement press release? Uh, no, I guess I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, Naoki Yoshida released a press release um, saying last time we, he, he had, shown final fantasy 16 he stated that final fantasy 16 would be shown at the end of 2021 he said that but they released a press statement saying due to covid and which is the convenient excuse for everything now uh that their their plans are been extremely delayed for and they they lay out the reasons but their next showcase will be spring spring of 2022 100 oh wow so the game's not coming out until fall or whatever next year. It's definitely, yeah. I, I never thought the game was going to come out uh, Q2 of 2022 anyway. I always thought it'd be a Q4 game yeah. or uh, of 2022. 
but I do think it's going to be out next year because he said the next time they show the game, it's going to be event it actually done. And yeah. they want to have like a six month marketing and press cycle until release. Right. I like that. Oh, I do too. I, I, I'm done. I love hype, but this two, three, four year waits for what games. What about this stupid longer? Star Wars eclipse rumor where they're talking 2027? Why or 2024? Well, oh, they're talking 2027 is one rumor. Like, what's the point? Like, what is the point of that? I don't. Don't I tell don't me it. about something that might. At that point, it probably won't even come out. Yeah, honestly, like I don't know. It's it's vice versa when Bethesda, Bethesda showed off Elder Scrolls Six. Elder Scrolls Six is nowhere near completion when they yeah. announced it, and it's still nowhere near completion now. No, they probably I mean? get another version of Skyrim they want to bring out. Sure. But for me, I really, really, really want Final Fantasy 16 in 2022. And I want the franchise to deliver what Endwalker, what Final Fantasy 14 is doing for MMOs. I want them to give us that complete narrative, that 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 finished story, that finished feel out of the gates. You know what I mean? Because like as much as I like Final Fantasy Remake, I know you to a lesser extent, but it's only part of the story. Final Fantasy 15, which I liked, was an incoherent mess. The plot is a disaster. So right. I but want a I, finished fucking game. You I still I mean? think that, uh, as with everything these days, I guarantee there'll be DLC for, for this next Final Fantasy I don't Fantasy mind game. DLC, Donovan. I don't. No. But the game has to be... Oh, you... Makes sense. Having a more coherent story would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hate fifteen, but it's definitely not one of the, my favorite Final Fantasy games. But you know, for it to be a mainline game, and I, I am. We talked about this before, but in Yoshi P, I trust, and I think the next showing for this game is going to be just like jaw on the floor type shit. Because well, if it's not, then I don't know what to say. But I think it's going to be great. Can't wait to see it. That's the big one. For me, and I have a couple small ones, but I'll bounce it back to you. Um, a couple little things that I've heard rumors of that I'm anxious to see something on. Uh, it's not a big deal, but uh, with how cool uh, Streets of Rage was, hearing about a Final Fight game coming out. Is, is it uh, by Dotemu? The same. I'm company? not sure if no. I don't think it's. I'm, I don't know if it's a Streets of Rage guys, but um, oh. I just heard they that also Cap- did the the wonder boy three dragon's trap remake okay no but this is like um there's just talk of a new final fight game and i'm just curious because i figured why not i mean streets of rage it was so good why not bring final fight back sure i i would like to see the same company do it quite honestly but um street fighter six oh yeah we had that conversation earlier briefly today. you know let's do I, let's do a brief touch on it. you go oh i just you know we we we've already talked about the fact that final fantasy or final fantasy that street fighter five is uh you know what are the three pillars what are the three pillars of grizzle veterans final yeah. fantasy <laughs> street fighter and what's the other one uh oh shit i don't know um it's not is it castlevania i, I guess or Could kojima be, you know it, yeah let's it's a it's a it's a candy final cane. fantasy it's, street fighter and kojima kojima <laughs> Mass Effect, Castlevania, yeah, you know, and some Halo sprinkled in. But yeah, um, those are the pillars. Like it's funny because people are like, they must roll like drink every time they talk about Street Fighter or Final Fantasy. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. 
Street Fighter Six. I mean, I didn't. I bought. Yeah, Street Fighter Five is not the best in the franchise. I actually really liked Street Fighter Four. We briefly talked about art styles, and yeah, I would love to see something that was closer to Street Fighter Three,、uh, but with a more modern touch.、Um, let's get away from the big feet.、Um, but yeah,、uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful for something for that. I think we'll hear something. I, I think so too. I think it's been in works for a while.、Uh, mid last year, they announced their final DLC character for Street Fighter Five, which. Seems to be the worst design character I've ever seen in my fucking. Apparently,、life. he's fun to play as, but I don't care. He's so boring. Like, <laughs> everything about him is just yeah. Design wise, he didn't、stupid. jump out to me either. I mean, really, that's what you give me for the final one? Like,、yeah. you can fuck off with that. I, ah,、uh, yeah, no, definitely not a standout design for me. It's so Very, bad. Yeah, but I just Street Fighter to me matters. It still matters to me, but it's mattering less and less. Well, it's a legacy game. Grand populace, it is. But like I like I was saying to you before, the Street Fighter name matters more than the games do now. The legend of it, Fighter, yeah, yeah. What Street Fighter is remembered for is no longer supported by the fans now in terms of what the games are, and the sales reflect that. They're the receding, and Street Fighter Five I did not like. Now it caught its wind later with the the stuff that they added, but it was it was too late by then. I'm not going to say too little because it was it was. By the end of Street Fighter Five, it's it's actually an excellent fighting game.、Oh. It's just I'm not I'm done with that now. I don't want to be a part of it. They they ruined they put such a sour taste in my mouth、uh, at its launch. Well, it's not just Street Fighter. It's a lot of games that are falling into that kind of trap. But yeah, that's a whole other. Well, fighting games for、thing. sure are, and I get why, but they did the thing that they said they weren't going to do anyway, which is release new iterations. They said Street Fighter Five. Well, yeah, the yeah, they're saying they're not, but they and they really and are. They lie、like. about it. So, which you know, I'm not going to kill them for, but just let's be honest. But my problem with Street Fighter Five is, I'm don't, I'm sick of the art style. Okay, I've had enough of that. We, you touched on it. Give me more of a, like I don't, I love art style and art direction. Okay, not everything needs to be this gritty, realistic thing. But let's. Oh no! Like I want to see like some. Like Street Fighter Three pushed 2D pixel art to its and animation to its almost its apex. Like a game like Street Fighter Three Third Strike can't be done today. There's not only would it be too expensive in terms of the art、uh, to find animators to do it. There's not a lot of guys that can actually do that level of pixel animation. Oh, imagine you know、anymore. like I would like to see them do like get the Udon guys and and get them to do all the. Like the preliminary artwork, and then design it like like how the comics look. Yeah, like、But、I I know there was artists, a I bit of a backlash when they did the the Street Fighter Two Turbo,、uh, the the revamped art style. Udon did have a heart. I I think they did. Well, well, let, let, let's not let's say that's not their best work. But like Udon But has done some amazing. Like yeah, I wasn't expecting some some astronomical thing. But I think for what they did in terms of a. A palette swap and stuff. Well, that was basically I, I what it was. Yeah, no, I like it. I have it, but、um, I would just like to see a, a new, more realistic art style. And I think what's dragging Street Fighter behind, and I know people laugh at me, we do differ at this. You look at what Nether Realms is doing, and their games are selling anywhere minimum ten million copies. Street Fighter, Street Fighter would kill to sell ten million at this point, and if not more, Injustice and Mortal Kombat are leaving it as dust. 
and I don't like either of those games. I like Injustice. I don't. Yeah, like I, I do I, find it strange that they sell as well as they do, and that's what I wonder. I feel like there's. It's partially there's, the. Gore, I think there's more like of a casual said. market for those games. It's partially the gore, like you said, yeah. but it also is, and I'm a firm believer. It, the people buying it know that they're getting more than the fighting experience. Okay, like it's not just an online game that's extremely intimidating. There's yeah. a lot of single player content, like. The Mortal Kombat story, cheesy, whatever, people are into it. The Injustice story, people are into it. And then on top of that, they have these little snippet things that you can do. Street Fighter V had none of that. The only thing that they did was add a, 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 a well, they had like story trials mode later. and stuff like that, but that was yeah, like and then they survival added a and blah, they had blah, a story blah. mode later, remember? Yeah. 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 But and they had like little, pissed. little character things, but they were really short and like. And they made, they meant nothing. Like they're fluff bullshit. Like, why is that even there? This is a set of characters that have been around for decades that people love and associate with. And they're still doing the same things. I, I know a lot of people don't play fighting games for this, but for me, it matters. Like, why why are, is all the heavy lifting of Street Fighter done in the comics, for instance? Mm. Like, there's, there's this grand expansive lore in the comics where these fights play out and these narratives happen and the alliances are made and then this, they're still doing the same shit. Well, cause at the end of the day and Street Fighter uh, five, I, I think the story is very secondary to, it, to oh, these. With no question on that. Like, I'm not saying this should become some story based game. Like it's a fighting game. People are there for the, the gameplay and, and combat. And then, you know, like first, as far second as second and third, yeah. first, second and third. Injustice, but, like, well, look at the characters you have to work with. You know, you've got these already extremely well-developed characters. So there, you, all you have to have is a decent writer to... Yeah, but Donovan, I will counter with this because they tried to make DC fighting games before that weren't good and didn't sell. So oh, it's not oh, like... Well, I mean, you can... Yeah, it's just as easy to make a bad game with great characters. Well, I mean... But like I'm just that's, saying... That's it's not the whole like point of, just... the, of what you're bringing up. It's not like you can just throw DC characters in a game and people are just going to buy it. There has to, there's a reason people are buying it. And it's casual fans buy NetherRealm games because they have single player content. And I can, I can see moms and stuff like that buying games like Injustice because they see Batman or Superman on the cover or whatever, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? But I just think if Street Fighter wants to get back to prominence with six, they need to add substantial single player content in I addition think they will. to the in addition to the genre best uh gameplay and combat that they offer that's a given okay that's a given that will be there i don't care but it needs to be a fully fleshed out product with single player content yeah. and a full roster of characters right from the onset but yeah like and in a, our style a, that gets away from the cartoony a, a, elastic -y. i don't mind if it's like like got an anime flair to it but yeah i, I want either, i want a, i want a beautiful art style that is like you enjoy looking at there's aspects of this art style that i don't that are unattractive like like they're so exaggerated like the features are exaggerated everything like, is like all the women are all like hands. chunky and like that's yeah, weird it's weird yeah big giant hands and feet and everything and there's no um there's no sleekness to the characters you know, yeah, like I think even like Street Fighter Five isn't aesthetically bad. It's just I'm sick of that art style. I want something different. I don't no, want, I want something. Uh, yeah, no, something like for lack of a better term, but like beautiful, like um, sure. move it more. I just more in line with with like Third Strike or 
Capcom versus SNK type shit. Like, like I don't want it to look modern more era. realistic, you know? Like, I no, still want I it to be, like, comic book or something like that. That's like what this is, like, I want to see a superhero game that looks like it's like a moving comic book, you know? That kind of thing. Like Comic Zone for the Genesis. Well, sort of. Like, how about, like, a beat-em-up? In modern era, you mean. Like, a 2D beat-em-up that actually looks like a comic book. Sure, they could do that. You know, like you're seeing all this like retro 16-bit style stuff and you got that new Turtles game that's coming out and, you know, it looks like it's going to be fun. But I would have liked to have seen a game like that done with like a total, like perfect animated, like perfect, like looks like the cartoon or something like that. Budget, bro. It's just all about budget. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that's our, our Street Fighter conversation. I, listen, I'm a dying, I'm a tried and true Street Fighter fan. I'll always be a Street Fighter fan. That's my shit. I just think it needs it's it's slowly receding. Like Street Street Fighter was receding and then Street Fighter 4 brought it back up and ever since then it's been receding and and Street Fighter 5 has sort of rode the wave. I just think it's it's capable of much more. Yeah. I agree. It's definitely not like the crowd favorite it used to be. So. Yeah. And we'll see cuz it's as a new director, Ono's done. Yeah. So we'll see where they go with it. Well, and me, I guess, uh... I guess I'll just toss out one more. Uh, well, there's a few. Like the first quarter of of 2022 is going to be big for games. You got Horizon, you got Elden Ring. Mm. Uh, so Q1, I'll just wrap that in a bow. Uh, is going to be exciting for video games. Again, like I will wait on most of them uh, to see, and I'll play them a little bit later in the year once they've been patched and whichever. But sure, the new Horizon looks great. Elden Ring looks great, and there's. There's a few others that I don't have off the top of my head, but one I, I really loved Hollow Knight and the, the Silk Song, Hollow Knight Silk Song was originally supposed to be an add-on to the original Hollow Knight, but it became so much bigger that they decided to make it the sequel, oh. and you control a separate character. Now Hollow Knight's a game you need to play. We're You're right, and that's definitely on my short list. Yeah, it's a game, and I would. I, do you have it? Did you get yeah, it? Yeah, no, I downloaded it. Okay, I, I, I have you, it. Now, you have so. to play it. It's it's. I I recommend everyone out there play Hollow Knight. It's it's excellent, excellent, excellent. Pinnacle Metroidvania game design and and um. It it, it, it like the Dark Souls types storytelling is there. Cool. Um. So I'm super looking forward to that. Uh. And there's just some other things. I, I PSVR PSVR two. Uh, does that come out? I don't know, man. I think I, I really think 2022 has the makings to be one of those legendary years with all those games that oh. are on the slate. Oh, I mean, right. just to see what Microsoft can Microsoft deliver on some like Starfield. Starfield going to be excellent. Sure. Is, uh, you know, these these slate of studios that they've picked up that they've been working and working and working and, and letting that marinate. Are they going to finally deliver those exclusives to the to what they want? Because games cap games pass can only take you so far. Oh sure, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, is it going to get there? We'll see. I mean, that's their plan. That's what they've been promising. And if they don't do it in twenty twenty two, I think a lot of people are going to be really disappointed because PlayStation Five is going to be coming out guns blazing. Oh, I think by the end of twenty twenty two. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. I think this year is going to be 
for what's coming out. And I think also there's going to be some, some very big announcements that we get this year as well. Sure. So. Uh, I just, those are exciting announcements. Sure. I just think, you know, whether it's, well, I just Final mean War, like, whether it's Final Fantasy 16, whether it's all these other games I'm forgetting and Horizon and Elden Ring and blah, 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 blah. They're I just mean for like up. the the future of the this generation. I think you're going to see like some things like get announced that are like, like you say, like the PSVR two and things like that that are going to be somewhat like that. That'll be a bit of a game changer because I'm sure that'll be, be a pretty uh, upgraded yeah. I'll finally experience. buy one. Like I didn't buy the PSVR because it's it's cumbersome and there's a wire. But if if you give me wirely free VR, I yeah. will buy that. I, I just will. But um, I'm really excited for the future of video games. Uh, 2021 was for a first year of a console life. I thought was an excellent year. There's a lot of games that came out this year compared to, we mentioned earlier, 2014 being the first year of the last console, gener- the first year of the last console generation, which was much more lackluster in comparison to 2021. So I think 2022 is only going to be uh, great things. And I just... I wish I had more time to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something I've definitely been doing this week. So it's been nice. Yeah. So in 2022, I pray for more time to play video games. And just there you more go. Time I hope you games. get your wish. Thanks, buddy. Well, listen, uh, anything else to wrap up? No, I think that's that's a good episode, if you ask me. I think it's a good episode, too. But we'll have to let the masses decide. Yes, let all. the masses decide. But I felt good about that one. So on uh, on on that. I can't. Uh, Camera next episode. Okay. We're gonna well, get you one. All right, man. Uh, you guys ep- got to see Donovan, supermodel. You got to get him on camera. Oh can't yeah, wait. that's that's all I want. I just want to be on camera. <laughs> Can you hear it, my voice? Um, right, Listen. Right, uh, I wish everybody a happy new year and see and hear you all in uh, 2022. For sure. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for sticking with us for this. Three big episodes, a lot more coming in the future. Uh, As you can see, we're pretty excited about what we're doing and just for games in general. But yeah, signing off, the Grizzled Veterans. All the best in 2022 and to 2021. Peace out. Later, man.